0: wake up wake up get up yo how y'all doing i hope you're having a good day i hope you're feeling well i hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done yeah good morning everybody and welcome back to your favorite podcast that is thoughts by the theater podcast How's everybody doing today, hope you're doing good man, end of the week For those of us that are off the weekend, ah, we ready to get this over and done with For those of y'all that are not off on the weekend and have to work through the weekend We feel no sympathy for you because that means at least one day this week Where we were all fighting uh, morning traffic, we were all fighting rush hour traffic You was cozy at home in the bed, so it is what it is man Perfect balance, like Thanos was looking for out here man So today, man Oh, that's some good job I want to talk about the petty party, man (laughs) I've been witness to a lot of petty parties lately Number one, while watching uh, the first game of the NBA Finals last night You know, everybody's been making a big deal about Drake And how he he has these, these great seats that I wish I had Right there by the Raptors bench, and he's just been all over the uh, sideline and all over the court. Giving the coaches massages, pause during the game, and egging on the other team's players. Well, last night, he took it to a whole nother level. If you want to know what I'm talking about, I'm I'm, going to let you in on it right now. So, him and Steph Steph Curry, you know, got into a little verbal uh, altercation. You know, nothing real serious. Something like, you know, just a little poking and jabbing and wild. Because uh, while they were talking, Drake notices there's lint in Steph's hair. So what does he do? He plucks the lint out of uh, Steph's hair and he keeps talking about it. He keeps talking, and he keeps talking. Then after the game, <clears throat> my man went on Instagram and posted a picture of the lint. <laughs> It said, uh, Steph Curry Lent on sale right now on eBay. Uh, username Draymond not worth 23. <laughs> That's a whole nother level, Pelly, right there. And so I thought, I was like, you know what, let me look into this a little bit and see if there's any uh, validity to this. So I jump on eBay and I type in, of course, Steph Curry Lent, and boom. There it is, Steph Curry, Lynn. I think somebody's bid, bid like $92,000, but this Lynn, that Drake, has plucked off Steph Curry's hair. Now, <clears throat> yeah. that's a whole nother level pay, like I said. But I don't think these Raptors should get too cocky right now because it's just game one. They came out. They played real good, man. I played real good. I enjoyed the game. But they definitely should not get too cocky because this is the Warriors that we're talking about. Do does Toronto have the ability to take out the Warriors? Game at the game at the game. I definitely think it's possible, but you know it's one of those things where they're gonna have to play with that same level, that same intensity through the whole um, through the whole series. They can't slack off. Now, well, that, that that was majorly petty, but I've seen some some more petty. It's like I just been bumping into petty everywhere I go nowadays. So, I was out to a, a restaurant grabbing some lunch, man. I saw a guy in there, and this guy comes in, and you know he he gets orders his food. Then he asks the lady running the register to do they have any water cups so he can get water. Now this place doesn't even have a fountain drink machine. They all they have is a cooler, and you know they had canned drinks. They have the bottle, the twenty ounce bottle drinks, and bottled water. And she's like, the only only water that we have is the bottles. So he's like, man, that's messed up. Can't even provide water for your customers. Like you can't force us to buy water. And I was like, nah. Thinking to myself, nah, you can't force us to buy water. But at the same time, you can't force them to give you water either. Like goddamn, man, this business now. The whole point is that that's petty that's that's petty to me <laughs> not on the store behalf not on the not on the establishment behalf but on the customer's behalf because like you just uh <clears throat> you just can't expect everywhere to be handing out water now that's not really the petty part of it the petty part of it is that you make an announcement in the store that they're not providing you <laughs> that they don't provide the customers with any water. nobody gives a damn that you don't get any water right now, man, go buy water. Like everybody else get you a beverage. A nice cold beverage like everybody else, man. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was that, that I thought that was hella hella petty right there. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this. Like I'm not petty. Like I don't have my petty moments. I definitely have my petty moments. And I had one yesterday when I left work and I had I had to go pick my girlfriend up from work, from her job, to take her to pick up her car. So I'm going from you know uh uh I don't even know man. I was far, I was like an hour away. So I've worked all day. Now I'm driving and I I'm going through GPS is taking me through a neighborhood to get uh to a job. I guess and this was the fastest route versus you know going the highway, getting off the highway, whatever, whatever. So either way, I'm riding through this neighborhood and I look up and I've noticed that there was an ambulance on the side of the road at a house. And then as we were approaching the uh, the house, you know, traffic, uh, a police officer pulled up. And so he pulled up and parked on the opposite side of the road and got out the car and left his door. Well, he pulled up and he opened his door. So everybody just kind of stopped because we don't know what's going on. So we're sitting there and we're waiting, so officer finally gets out the car, walks over to the house, and the EMC walks out into the middle of the street, and he starts directing traffic, so, and he's not really doing a good job of it, you know, because uh, normally, like, the, the whoever's directing the traffic, they'll kind of stand in the lane that they don't want to move, and, you know, wave the other lane on, but he's standing, he's standing in our lane, in the lane I'm driving in, but he's waving people for now, I'm taking my time cruising up here, because, um, I don't know if the other drivers are paying any attention in the left lane, in the, in the lane of that traffic that's coming towards me, so I'm not just gonna veer off into that lane and have one, a uh, driver just texting or just not paying attention, not aware of what's going on, uh, keep going and hit me. Because, like I say, this guy's there's an ambulance right there. Then he's standing behind the ambulance waving people forward. So, the the next line of traffic may not necessarily see him. So, I was kind of farther back than uh, the rest of the traffic. So, when I get up there, I don't know if he's going to wave me forward or if he's going to tell the other uh the other traffic to go because like his positioning was horrible so i'm driving in the lane i'm going slow and so he starts doing his little hand signals to tell me to get over and then he starts making these little stupid faces and shaking his head and stuff like i'm dumb now this is when the petty kicked in because i wanted to shoot him a burp because he he's not a police officer he's the emc so don't get cocky Out here, because, you know, you can't get roughed up. But, see, I just drove, I started to drive real slow. Like, I started creeping. You know, like how you would drive through the park on Sunday when everybody's out there. And you got the car washed up, the rims are shining. You want everybody to see you. Yeah, I drove past like that real slow. And I just looked at him and turned my head. As I went by real slow, I just slowly turned my head and stared dead into his deep, into his soulless eyes as I drove by. So, yeah, I have a a hefty level of petty up in me, too, man. We can get If you want to get petty, we can get petty. (laughs) But, no, man, most of the time, all that petty stuff is really completely unnecessary, man. But it it, it is fun. I mean, it's actually entertaining sometimes just to be an asshole, just for the sake of being an asshole. But, you know, as much as we can, let's let's avoid the unwarranted pettiness if we can out here in these streets. But if somebody deserves for you to get petty Don't mind getting petty We're going to take a short little break right And we'll get right back to it man Thoughts by the eye So let's keep the show on the road Uh, Excuse me if you can hear uh, If you hear a lawnmower in the background Because my neighbor has decided That 7am this morning was the perfect time To cut his grass Now why the hell you up and awake at seven AM if you do not have to be to work. I don't understand and definitely don't understand why you be cutting grass. But either way, that's why I generally record at night. Oh, man, a story that I saw I found interesting. Um, Tiffany Haddish, actor slash comedian Tiffany Haddish. She's been in what Girls Trip. Uh, she did Night School with Kevin Hart. Neither of these movies have I seen. Uh, I have watched her do stand-up, not lately, but, you know, a while, a couple years back. What I saw, like, some of the earlier stand-up events she was in, really not um, my cup of tea. But, to each his own, she's doing pretty well right now for herself. She did an interview, I can't remember who the interview was with, but she did an interview, right? And she uh, uh, gave some interesting secrets. About how she would audition for roles, right? So, we all wonder from time to time what people are thinking about us. and what people say about us when we're not in the room. And Tiffany Haddish had the same idea. She wanted to know what people think about her when she wasn't in the room. So, what did she do? She said she would turn on the phone recorder. The voice recorder on her phone. Put the phone in her purse. Go in, do the auditions. And then, quote unquote, forget her purse. So she'll leave and she'll wait a while and then come back in, oops, I forgot my purse, get her, uh, her purse and the recorder. And so then, boom, she, she knows the conversation that they had immediately after she left. First hand, she has the first hand conversation and she says she hear people think, say things like, uh, you know, her boobs aren't big enough or she wasn't black enough or, you know, this role isn't right or a black woman we need to switch this to a white woman let's just change the role all these type of things all this privy information that she would gather from that but the thing about it is right okay first and foremost for those y'all that do not know if you're like yeah, this is a good idea it is a good idea but it's uh you know there is some 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 a downside to to uh using this idea because in most states that I know of it is illegal to record someone without their knowledge unless they're in the public, meaning if somebody's in a public place or somebody's walking down the street, something like that, there's no real expectation of of privacy or any guarantee of privacy when you're in the public so if you see somebody, yeah, you can take a picture of them. Yeah, you can video them or whatever because you're in a public place. But an audition is a closed environment. It's a private environment. Everybody can't just walk in there, especially into that audition room, and that is for a reason. So to record these people, directors or casting people, whatever, without their knowledge is illegal. Do I think she'll get in trouble for it? No. But that's just for you people out there who are getting all the bright ideas it's like, hey, I'm gonna start recording this and I'm gonna start recording that. Recording somebody, if you decide you're gonna record somebody, you gotta let them know that you're recording them, you know, in a private setting. So, if your boss calls you in the office, things like that, in most states, you have to let them know, hey, I am recording. You can't just start recording them in a private setting. But if you see somebody walking down the street, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, you see offset of somebody walking down the street, and you want to snap a flick, that's that's cool, he's in the public. But either way, I digress, but the main reason what I'm looking at is like, why would you tell people this is she still has to audition for roles, right? She's still like, she's still going to have to go in for things and audition for things and have meetings with people uh, where they're going to be discussing numbers and discussing contracts and so on and so forth. So now why would anybody trust you that you're not recording them when you've let the whole world know your secret? Certain things you just keep to yourself. Certain things you just take to the grave with you. You got into these um, auditions. You recorded the conversations that they had. When you left the auditions, you got away with it. Nobody figured it out. Why would you ever let that information out? I wouldn't have told nobody. Maybe, you know, the closest people on my team, you know, the people that I know have my back, my allies, my alliances. Uh, But definitely not the public. That's definitely not something that i would say to the public because like i said it's not like she doesn't have to do or it's not gonna have to get into negotiations or read for different roles things like that she still has to do that kind of stuff so i would have kept that little secret that would have just been my little secret for me you know what i'm saying but enough of that y'all didn't come here for that y'all came in for some discipline and that's what i'm gonna give you today man and back to speaking on those alliances man be disciplined enough to do good business instead of depending on alliances now in business yes you are going to need some alliances yes you're going to need some people to give you a leg up just for the sake of giving you a leg up that's why people join fraternities that's why people join these uh um well the masons are kind of like a fraternity too. that's why people join these fraternities and you know they they and go around and, and brag about what college they graduate oh yeah i went to georgia oh me i went to georgia too they're trying to build they're trying to uh, show something in common with other people so these people can potentially become alliances you know but like i said it's cool to do that it's cool to have alliances we're gonna need people that will stand up on our behalf and speak up for us and so on and so forth but the problem is that uh, a lot of times people are heavily dependent on these alliances as in word in in other words like they're not really doing what they should be doing they're not really trying to perform or they're bending the um uh, they're bending their agenda to fit the agenda of their alliance and see the problem with this is that once that alliance breaks if you and this person has a fallout cuz like they say I always say what Charlemagne says that uh, um, there's no permanent friends or enemies in business. So, one week you can walk in there and this guy may not, can't, hate, stand, can't uh, stand your guts. And then next week, y'all will be best friends. And then a couple months down the road, it vice versa. That happens. Sometimes that can be detrimental to your career, though. If you depended too heavy on that alliance and then this person decides he doesn't like you anymore, you know, he can just throw you under the bus. And if he's a person of power, he can often stifle your growth. And if you're, and, and if you, because a lot of times people only try to align themselves with people that uh, are beneficial for them. They're not trying to get alliances, be alliances, you know, what I mean, for people that are under them. They're trying to get alliances from the people above them. So, it's one of those pay it forward type of situations, or it should be. So, when you try to uh, uh, build that alliance with someone that is of a upper level, then you, if that person decides to retire or if they get fired or whatever reason that they're just, or they just don't like you anymore, that can bring your whole world down because you built, you've, you've bent your whole agenda to fit this person's agenda, and now that person isn't around anymore. So, now It's like, what the hell do I do now? That panic ensued. Now you don't know what to do because you don't have that backing. You don't have that, you know, well, I know I'm I'm, I'm good because, you know, I know I'm good because uh, so-and-so's here and and he's going to take care of me. So that's why I just feel like personally, man, it's best to just do straight up business. It's just for to not even start that culture. That way of thinking in your business and what you're doing, man, because it can lead to a lot of hurt feelings. It can lead to a lot of wrong careers, a lot of stifled growth, you know, because when you have one particular person that everybody's trying to align themselves with and that person's pu- pushing their own personal agenda and you're backing that agenda and then one day that person's not around anymore. No you got to remember that t- the jobs aren't permanent, careers aren't permanent. People retire, people get sick people quit people change companies there's a million one reasons why somebody won't be there the next day and people listen I keep telling you people are out here there are people that understand the concept of taking care of the star player and their star player is them so <laughs> people in the end of the day are gonna do what's best for them for the most part even self-preservation is just a natural instinct so I may do I may well give you every, the shirt off my back, my last penny or whatever, whatever. But if it, when it comes down to the point where it's either going to be me or you, I'm going to choose me. You know, at the end of the day, this isn't some Marvel movie, and I'm not going to snap my fingers and sacrifice myself for the world. I'm just being real with you, and most people aren't going to do that. If you aren't my family or my blood, you're not in my blood or my family, then, yeah, I'm, I did as much as I can, bro. But that's neither here there, man. Choose your alliances wisely and use your alliance loosely, meaning don't depend on them too heavily. Take this information, do with it whatever you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated to masturbate today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Get you some breakfast so you can get out there and get shit done. And go on eBay and bid on that Steph Harry her hair. Maybe you can grab it up. It's going to be collector's edition. He can't sign it for you, but maybe you can get him to touch it. When you go to the game. I'm out of here, man. Peace.